Hello everybody, my name is Rosencrantz and this is Guildenstern and we're very much still alive. Just kidding, it's Aaron and Ari here. Welcome back to another episode of a podcast where two theatre people who are very unqualified in theatreness talk theatre. Today, the, the famed Q&A episode. Dun, dun, dun. The one we've been... You ask questions, we do answers. Is <laughs> that the start of like the Q&A? You know how they have like, the know. TV show? Yeah, yeah no, I know. I, I don't know where that came from. I, I, I feel know, like I I've like heard it, it before, so like perhaps it. that's where it's from. It, it, it's good. It should be. Yeah, maybe I should um, patent it. Yeah, is that what you copyright it? Copyright it. I don't know if patent applies to language. No, or whether it's just products. So I think I copyright the phrase. If like, you're a like patented a- lawyer, please <laughs> hit us up at rng.r.alive. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, we got questions from people about things. So yeah, it's gonna be a chill episode. We'll just go through the questions. I haven't seen a lot of the questions. Oh yeah, Aaron I, I has checked seen them. them. I have them. I have I them all on my phone here. Neglected to check them because I felt like I wanted to give you guys authentic answers, <laughs> and also because I I didn't have time this week. I am the exact opposite. <laughs> I have prepared my answer to all of these. I will be reading off a script for this, and no, 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 <laughs> and I will not be. So uh, we're not going to say who the questions are from because I feel like that's a breach of privacy. So if you hear don't your question, out people on great. Their, their weird you know, questions. yeah, exactly. I actually don't know what even the type of none of them are. were that bad, to be honest. Are they about Joan? Some of them are about Joan, some of them are about us. Oh, you know, great. There's a good mix of good both. Good to know people care about Yeah, us. there's a good little mix of both. So that's fine. Thanks, we'll just guys. go through them. It's a nice little and thing. Girls. Question one. I think it'll be a good question to start. How long have you both done theatre for? Um, You can start. Well, I've, I've done theatre through school, through pretty much most of my life. They used to do like a school musical every year. So I would always do like the school musical. You had to back in junior school. And then as, the, as you got older, it became less and less compulsory. But I kept doing it. <laughs> But you know, yeah, I've been I've been doing theater for a long time, and then I've been studying it, profe- like not professionally, but you know, <laughs> what can I say? I've been studying theater for at least a, a good half a decade now. I don't know. Oh my gosh, that was the most waffly answer. I think I've been. Is it the most theater answer? I think it is. But anyway, I've been doing theater for a little bit less longer. Uh, oh my gosh, my water bottle just fell over. Um, for a little bit less longer, I think I did the compulsory stuff in like year three and stuff. Mm. But they just cast everyone, and like everyone's like Bill the Plant, and you know Polly the yeah yeah. Poppy, um, I probably started theatre most when I moved to Australia in the year 20-something before 13. I think it was 12. Um, 12. At the ripe age of 11, maybe. That was probably when I probably started. Actually, I wasn't, I wouldn't even call that properly. I did a musical then and I was like, whoa, uh, that's cool. Um, And since then, yeah, just been doing the whole theatre thing at university and life. And now we're here. And now, look, look at us. Anyway, moving on. That probably leads pretty good into the second question that says, you say you're unprofessional at the start of every episode, but you seem to know a lot about theatre. <laughs> have, you, have you studied it? Oh, well, yeah, I mean, I still I would like to maintain that we are both unprofessional. Yeah, okay. Um, while yeah. we may seem like we know a lot of stuff, that's just us riffing. We have learned a lot through the years. I think, and I we think apply a lot of the stuff we It's safe to say that we've studied theatre. Yeah. You know? We know theatre history. But we're also doing what we know is the other thing Good to point. keep in mind. Like, if you threw a opera at us, we'd probably both look at it and go, I wouldn't know where to begin. Yeah, no. Um, no way. So we're no, doing what we know, yeah. and what we know is Brecht, and what we know is like divine work. comes into the, another question. We'll get to that one, but that was oh. a good question, but we'll go get there anyway. So yeah, so I guess we have studied. We know we do know, we're not like brand new to theatre is what I'm trying to say, you know? We, we've, we've made our way around things. We've studied the history of it. We did it through school mm. and now in university as well. 
So yeah, we are unprofessional, but we are knowledgeable, if that makes yeah. sense. That's the distinction, I think. Oh, we try to be. We try to be. We, oh, we're, we're, also, we're always happy to learn. Yeah, that and we're, and we're being, yeah I was going <laughs> to yeah, say that. We're, we're, like, we're being transparent. So, yeah. Um, this is all a learning like process. It's not like we're here to tell you what's right and what's wrong in theatre. This is us just trying to show you what we're, where we're going um, in this journey. Yeah, that's the main thing. And, you know, this is a learning process. We're constantly learning new things about theatre, about our own performance styles, about our own voices as, as creators. So, yeah, that's all fun. Um, next question. Is this the first show you've done together? No, no, no. Well, no. So we've acted together for a long time. Yeah. Through school and then through outside of school stuff. But this is the first show we've written together. Correct. Yeah. So that's that's why mm-hmm. we're playing around with things. We don't yeah. really... Because it's the first one we've created... Solely as just solely the two as, of us. Yeah, as just the two of us. Mm-hmm. We've been in the creative rooms of other pieces before together. Yeah. But not like... We haven't started from scratch, just the two of us. Yeah. So, so yeah, that's why this has all been a new experience a new for journey. us. It's been a fun thing. If, in saying that, though, it has been something that has been on the agenda for the both of us for mm. the best part of, like, three, four years. Yeah, I absolutely. Um, and I think the reason is because we have worked together and because we've built up a repertoire of how we work together in mm-hmm. other forms of theatre that we thought, oh, actually, our, our creative visions are very similar and we could probably work together to make something. Yeah. So, yeah, that was the the reason behind this also Ari's a very good performer and i wanted to make something with her and Aww. i'm a less good performer but i was like i'll, I'll do everything else yeah that <laughs> that's also fine but yeah vice versa um next question can you do an episode on theater terms because i don't know what you guys are talking about half the time <laughs> that's a good that's a good point we didn't think about that sorry guys <laughs> well our our audience for this we didn't really know what our audience would be because we didn't know how many people would listen that's true. So I think we just kind of assumed that most people yeah, would just people. kind of know what we were talking about. But that's a good point, actually. I'm sure there's probably like family and friends that we have that yeah. probably don't really know much about our probably terminology. Probably don't even know who Brecht is. Yeah. In fact, I think we should do an episode on, on Brecht. Con- on Brecht. The amount of times we've talked about Brecht yeah, and true, people probably, true, true. like the number of times we've probably name drop him and we're like laughing and people are like, who's Brecht? <laughs> who's Brecht? <laughs> Who is this chap? Yeah. And it's, I, think um, it, I think it's a good thing to know. So again, it's well, we'll, we might do like a mini TED Talk lecture episode. Yeah. And maybe like specifically in relation to how we're going to apply the conventions in our work. Yeah, good idea. Because otherwise then you've just got a blob about Brecht and you don't really know the application. But maybe yeah. we'll do like Brecht and how we use him. <laughs> Wait, that was... <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Uh, Brecht and the how we use him. The way he used all of his women writers. Yep. The You'll way hear he more exploited. about that in the episode on Brecht. Yeah, we'll do, we'll do a whole Brecht episode on Brecht. exploitation and That'll be all a long of one. that mess. We can do like a mini-series. Do like a Brecht... No, no, that's too many episodes. I feel like that probably already exists. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> Um, so yeah, next question. Why Joan of Arc? I don't know if we've ever actually addressed that. Why we chose Joan. Yeah. Of all things. Because we just happily talked about it. Mm. Um, but well, I that think... that was you though. Yeah, I, I think, like. I think it was primarily me. And you came to me with that idea. Ari and I were going to, we've been talking about working on something for a long time. And I kind of, and I've been working on other plays before, but it's always tr- tricky when I write things because I need a lot of people to make things. So it's hard sometimes when I'm trying to find a large group of other actors and things like that. There was another piece that I had written before this one that we were going to do, but there were like two other people that we couldn't get. And it was very specific, the roles that I needed them to fill. And it kind of just got too hard logistically. So I was thinking, well, what if we do like a one woman show? It's easy. That way it's just you and I in the Mm -hmm. creative room. We only really have to worry about when each other are free and when we can talk about stuff. And I was thinking, what would be the best way to 
showcase your talent as a performer um, that is something that you're interested in. So I don't know if there was an idea before Joan because I feel like we were th- we were talking through a lot of You never came things. to me with anything before Joan. Okay. You maybe, came to maybe me with a blank slate saying we should do something a lot and we we always said that we wanted to do something and it wasn't until maybe like a start of last year, end of last year where you'd really sort of honed in on wanting to do Joan. Mhm. And wanting it to be specifically to do with Joan. And I don't think I ever really had any other ideas beyond that. Other than like, yep, cool. I'll yeah. jump on the bandwagon. And then I think throughout the throughout us working on it, you become more and more attached to mm. it as it's become just as much yours as it is mine, even yeah. though it started off as my idea. Yeah. Which has been and fun. And I think I saw more through your eyes what you were trying to do. Mm-hmm. And I think at the start, I was just like, sure, let's see where this goes. And now I finally kind of jumped on that. I'm like, oh, okay. And, and now we can both push forward. We've reached a point now where it's... Because where, I had a lot of ideas about it originally, which you can see in our first few episodes, that now I think over time has morphed into our ideas because they've... You know, like my whole projection mm. thing and my silence thing and my, my... And all that... There's still elements of that, but I think it's morphed now from ideas that I've had to ideas that you've altered from my idea and now it's better for the, the as a result. And now it's out. Exactly. That's what, one of the great things about working with another human being is it's just it's fun it's collaborative and it's always changing so i think yeah that was that was why joan and i think also because we're young people (laughs) sorry uh, we just had a pause there because i noticed that aaron still had his headphones on which he only uses when we do the mic checks at the start but he still had them for the entire episode and now it kind of explains why i felt like he was talking a lot louder than normal you it's been a weird day for me. Look, you did look you a know? lot cooler than normal, but I was trying to work out what I was trying to clock what it was, and I thought maybe it was because you were leaning against the door, and normally you, you like leaning over there. Welcome back to DJ Radio. Yeah, it literally looks like, or it looks like you were about to like, like you know, and like singers have to do that so they can hear the backing track. And I'm yeah. like, what are you listening to? Are you listening to me coming through the microphone? Or well, something? I can't hear when we're recording live. So. Yeah, so it was literally just you're just muting yourself slightly. Yeah, no, that's. The, I was wondering why it sounded off, and I was like, what's going on? Why is my ear? So, in bumping? case you didn't catch that, Aaron had his headphones on. He doesn't yeah. need them on. I don't need to wear them. I just took them off. Hopefully, it sounds better now. <laughs> I can hear myself a lot better. We're gonna move forward from that. But yeah, so that's. That's why I think because um, Joan of Arc was a young girl, right? And the whole idea that she was a young girl outside of her comfort zone. And you're a young girl. You're not outside of your comfort zone, but, you know, you struggle with similar mm. things. And this idea that, that that connection to Joan of Arc is not as, as distant as some other people in history. He's also a great person in general and a great story. Something that we could we could use a lot to tell. A great source of inspiration. Yes. Good, great, great point. That's probably the best reason. Mm-hmm. So that's probably why Joan... Over mm-hmm. everything else. Another question. What other work are you going to do or do you want to do? I assume this means theatre work. I would assume so. Yeah, so we'll probably. Like that. So other stuff. I mean, Ari and I are in a... What other jobs would I like to pursue eventually in my life? <laughs> uh, nine to five, you know. What work do I want to do? Job. What do I want to do later today? <laughs> I really <laughs> want to work seven. on my like 77 uni assignment. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, let's, let's answer this in the frame of theatre. Okay, so... Um, well, you and I are currently in another show at the moment, That's true. which is fun that we're acting in together. You have a much bigger role than me, but that doesn't matter. I don't really mind. We're just mm-hmm. so yeah. So we're rehearsing. We do for a that. lot of we yeah. We do a lot of that stuff. I'm um, I think we're both keen to. I mean, you are Aaron is constantly writing stuff. Yeah. I am less. Constantly oh, well, okay, writing okay. Stuff. I'm constantly coming up with ideas for stuff. Well, the good thing about that is you're coming up with ideas, and a lot of the time you will put stuff on paper. That's true. Um, I am doing that less so. Mm-hmm. I do write poetry, which eventually I will start doing something about because people keep hassling me to do something about it. I mean, you can do it for Joan. 
That's terrifying. But <laughs> <laughs> we'll hold that thought. Well, maybe another episode. Can we'll do an episode <laughs> on poetry. That's um, not a bad idea. But that is something that I do in my time mm-hmm. that I should probably do more about, like sharing my work rather than just hiding it in the ro- realms of OneNote. <laughs> OneNote archives. <laughs> Literally, though. Yeah. Um, yeah, other than that. We're, I mean, we're, we always have new things to do. Um, usually we're, we're constantly in a state of either rehearsal or performance. Yep. And it's always new opportunities coming up. So we're also in like devising processes. Well, you're on, I, I don't oh. do that kind of stuff. I, <laughs> I tend to work on a lot of devised work. So I've got a couple of devised works in the, in the bag that, you know, sometimes don't even end up being on or sometimes are on in several, several years down the track and often don't mm-hmm. involve me by that point. But, um, I'll, I'm in the creative process of a lot of devised works mm-hmm. in big groups, small groups and like the two of us. That's a small group. Um, so, yeah, that's the answer to that. Fun. I guess look forward to seeing what we do after this or even during this. You know, yeah. we'll probably well, also I'm sure plug we'll, other things we'll, that we Unless do. this crashes and burns and we end up hating each other by the end of it, we'll probably do another I thing together, let's be honest. Happen, but yeah, that's true. Yeah, I don't think that's possible. Um, <laughs> yeah, good. Next question. What's one element of theatre that you wish you did more of? That's a very good question. Um, that's oh, interesting. That's, I know. Yeah? Set design. Set design, really? I would love to be a set designer. There you go. I literally have books on set design because part of there was like a little part of me back in three years ago when I started my engineering arts double degree where mm. I was like, that's going to be my way in. I'm going to be designing set. Also, I don't know why I did engineering to be a set designer. There are much easier ways to get into that. And that was not the initial reason why I picked engineering. It was just like this like spontaneous, like, oh, that'll get me in because I, I had this vision that I was going to be set designing for a big film company and they were going to be filming a blockbuster hit and the lead actress was going to get sick, but because I'd been there for every rehearsal and I was making sure the house folded away properly in the cool set that where the house blew up, they were like, oh no, our lead actress is sick for her starring moment. And I would step in, swan my way into the scene, and boom, know all the lines. And that was how I was going to get big in the acting world. Because I don't know why I was like, oh, because I couldn't do it the normal way, which is to go and study acting and stuff. I was like, gotta go, gotta do, gotta do it the hard way and do an engineering five-year degree instead. Gotta rely on this miracle to happen. That's really um, funny. As a follow-up comment, I no longer study engineering. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm glad I. Moral of the one. story is follow your dreams and don't rely on miracles. I don't know why I thought engineering would be a good pathway either for that for that particular goal, especially yeah, considering that's where my life. Because is I also study IT at, at, in 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 uh, university. What am I trying to say? Um, and I always love it when I talk about my theater and IT stuff because every time I talk to an arts person, they go, "Oh, so you want to do like theater tech?" And I was like, "No, <laughs> I have no interest in theater tech. Like, yeah. I, I'm interested in like actual pure, like not pure IT. That's a weird, that's a pretentious way to phrase it. But I'm like, I'm, in, I'm just really interested in like computer systems and networking and coding. I don't, I don't have any interest of combining that with theater knowledge, except for maybe in like game design, where it's like narrative yeah. programming, which is something I've only recently thought, hey, maybe that's actually a career path. But yeah, like it's always, I always thought it was interesting that like it's never it's, theater tech has never been a thing for me. It's just been fun." Mm. But yeah, uh, I don't really know. I guess I've always loved writing and directing. At least I really like directing because I really like being in a collaborative space where I feel I- I'm I'm contributing collaboratively in a higher end rather than just as an actor. Yeah. But I don't do that enough. So in, in fact, I would say probably directing would be one of the one parts of theater that I wish I did more of because it's, it's harder to get opportunities directing than it is acting. But and I, and I can you know create my own things. But that's something I always love. Every time I've ever directed, 
it's been such a wonderful experience for me because I surround myself with like fellow creatives and the way in which I direct is very collaborative. It's like, it's like, it's like mm. the way I direct is the same way that you and I talk. It's like trying to build ideas together as yeah. a group. And that to me is like one of the best things ever is to be surrounded by fellow creatives who are all pushing for the same goal. And the, the one thing about a director is that it's, it's the sense of leadership that you have and control over a project that you can bring people into and help to achieve its goals. It's, it's one of the beautiful things of theater in general, you know, and that's something I always love, even when I'm not even like a, a big role in a, in a, in a, in a play. Man, I'm all over the place today. There are no small parts. Yeah, there are no small actors. Well, I, I, I don't disagree with that. Because I don't either. The, 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 it's an important quote. I think everyone should, fr all actors should frame that and paint it on their walls. Walls. Because, you know, the environment of a, of a theater workspace is so fulfilling to me that I could I couldn't even I don't even need to be in the play if I was sitting in the audience watching people rehearse I just feel fulfilled creatively, and that's a very important thing for me. So yeah, probably I, I'd probably say directing is one of the things that I wish I did more of in terms of theater. I, I don't want to do any more. I don't really want to do any production stuff. I stage managed for a show once, mm -hmm. and it was one of the worst experiences I've ever had in the theater. <laughs> it's yeah. not not great. Um, and that that was not it was partly my fault and partly because of the you know it was it was a lack of of clear vision but yeah there, there, there are parts of theater making that i'm like oh maybe i that's probably definitely something i don't really want to and that's fine you know there are people who love that and they're and they're very integral to the theater making process but that's not really something that i've ever been inclined to do yeah totally and also sound design because i like sound design stuff true so may, maybe i mean that's one of the good things about this show is that i get to do a lot of the tech stuff and the the back behind the scenes things that i haven't really done before that i've always really appreciated but yeah, that's a good question. Interesting question. Next one. How long have you two known each other? This is more of a personal question. Aw, cute. Um, How long have we known each other, Aaron? A long time. I'm asking you that mainly because I can't count years right now. Well, 2012, so now it's 2021, so almost 10 years. Yeah. Wow, jeez. Wow, that's a really long <laughs> time. That makes us that. feel really old. But yeah, so well, we're, Gosh, we're we school friends. ancient. So yeah, it's been almost 10 years Gross. since we've known each other. Ew, why are we still friends? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Anyway, thanks for watching. <laughs> <laughs> we'll sort that little one out. Um, no, 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 that's fine. Um, oh gosh, that's a long yeah, time. Yeah, so a long, long time we've been friends, um, and it's been yeah, it's, it's been a roller coaster. Actually, it's, it's not, not a roller coaster. It's not been a roller coaster. It's just been life. You know, life happens sometimes. <laughs> you get to like the same the point where like you're friends with someone for a very long time, and you're just like, oh, well, you know, at this point, yeah, you might as well just yeah. kind of stuff with each other. Unfortunately, <laughs> we'll just make Joan of Arc plays together. Yeah, we've I think we've resolved the fact that. Oh, okay. So this is kind of like the question before. What's your favorite part of theater making? Oh, 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 oh. do you want to answer? Do you have an answer? Why? Do you still think? I'm still thinking. No, no, I can go. Um, well, I guess it comes back into this idea of collaboration. My favorite part of theater in any sense is getting into something. Sorry, I just had a thought where I was going to say my favorite part is the after party. <laughs> that's a lie. Um, I just party, couldn't I think. Don't know. I, don't like, I was I don't just like trying to think of elements of the theater process, and that's what came into my head for some reason. <laughs> I love how the after party is an integral part of the theater making process, and I think it is. You well, know, it came so... into my head when I was thinking about like significant moments, and I was like, "Oh, the after party." Anyway, okay. moving on. You go. No, I, I think getting into my, my favorite part of theater is showing up for a first rehearsal. In all honesty, that's that my stresses part. me out. Though. Really, it's my favorite part. It's where I get to sit down. Whether either it's me in the chair or somebody else and listen to somebody outline what's going to happen. And it's like that essence of storytelling where somebody who's so excited about a project sits down and goes, okay, here's my idea. Will you, will you come with me on this journey? That's, that's like the, my favorite part of it. It's, it's good. And it, then it's the journey that follows. It's, it's coming into this room and being like, will you join me on this ship 
that we don't really know where it's going to go, but we think we're going to end up on this island, and we kind of hope we get there. Would you like to be one of the shipmen? And I was like, yeah, all the time, always. That's my favorite part of theater making. It's that, mm. it's that promise of adventure that you get when you go into a first rehearsal room. Interesting. So yeah, I definitely metaphoric. don't have the first <laughs> rehearsal thing the same way you do. I do love it. Like, there's nothing... Mm. But there, I think... I reckon maybe more like your first time you really, like, set the space. And the first time mm. it be, like it starts to come together and it, there's more of that physical yeah, yeah. Um, reality of it. Like, as much as I love rehearsals and I'd love rehearsing forever and ever and if the entire entire life could just be a constant rehearsal, that would be awesome. Well, in, in many ways it can be. It actually is. That's Whoa. really metaphoric and deep and I'm not ready for that at three o'clock in the afternoon. Um, (laughs) But yeah, I'd say when things start coming together at this, and then also like on that, then when things start changing because they've started coming together and when you start like doing the whole like fixer upper, realizing that actually plot twist, the giant swivelly staircase isn't going to (laughs) rotate and stuff like that. That's a a joke that some of you might get. (laughs) (laughs) Or, you know, um, we can't have six trapeze. We can't have three screens all projected at the same time. <laughs> I'm glad we've jumped that hurdle now. Yeah. <laughs> um, things like that, where, and, and you have to work out ways to fix it. And I just love everyone flailing to try and, like, you know, do last minute fixes like that, or realizing that actually there's like 77 tables in the space and choreography won't work. Yeah. Or. <laughs> it's a very, very literal <laughs> example. None of these are fake. <laughs> I mean, I, the six trapezes, I've never really oh, wanted no, them. The in the Although I've had many dreams about having cool trapezes in works. Joan. Trapeze and Joan. Uh, maybe. Um, that would be another avenue of theater I'd like to explore circus. Interesting, yeah. I think I would have a blast doing circus. Don't you reckon? Could we put it? In yep, again, Jones? another thing that we're going to add to the list of making life hard for Ari. Well, you said you wanted to. You said you wanted to. I do want different. to, but ha- you know how long it takes people to oh, learn yeah, how to okay, do fair circus? Enough. Our next show can be about circus. I have a unicycle. Actually, our next show could be about circus. Hold that thought. <laughs> we'll put, that, put a pin in that next to the list of things that make Ari's life harder. <laughs> also, while There's a we little say pin that says things. circus question mark. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, but yeah, that's, that's cool. Circus is fun. What was the question? I feel like I don't remember what the question was. The, uh, favorite, favorite part of theater part. making. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I think, yeah, problem solving. That's mm. what I was going to say. I lost my train of thought. But this I idea like of like, you know, solving. like theater is, is the essence of theater is last minute problem solving. And it's like, you can do that as an actor in the space during a scene when your partner forgets to come on stage. And it's like, what do I do now? Mm. How, how am I improvising this situation? And I think that's what appeals to me so much about improv in general, is that it's, mm. it's the literal definition of that problem solving ding. <laughs> I don't know if that showed up on the microphone, but I just knocked a water bottle and it made a cool sound. <laughs> Wait, let's try again. Yeah, I think I think that got it. Anyway, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's problem solving in its purest form, mm. and it's collaborative problem solving, mm. which is always fun. So yeah, that's a that's me. Good question. Got anything else? What else we got? Uh, another question. Last question that I have here. When are you expecting to put on the play by? Um. um well, we were aiming. This is where to we want a really long um drawn out in the editing. Uh, <laughs> that's not. That sounds like a burp. Um, I apologize. <laughs> our initial <laughs> thoughts were it could be a fringe show. Mm. On reflection, we think maybe it's not suited for that. Mm. And we're actually more interested in doing it in a different form slash at a different time. Maybe not necessarily even at a different time. 
Yeah, same probably same, same time period, which is which is general, like general end, end of the year. And September mm. typically was 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 the time of fringe, and we can get stuff done by then. Yeah. Um, we haven't even started rehearsing in space yet, though. To be honest, yeah, as well, beyond sort we of flailing do. around with a projector. No, but we need to do that a little bit more, and we need to formalize things a little bit more. But yeah, I, I think the idea of us putting it on for a big audience, I think, could be a little bit too much pressure for us. For or our just first show. more, yeah, I think as and a less professional than. Yeah, there's a lot of things that come with um, doing something in that um, in that kind of way. We, I don't think this show is necessarily suited for, even necessarily suited for like us more than one run, which is mm. not a necessity of Fringe necessarily. But yeah, I think I think we, the more we've been working on it, the more we realize it's uh, putting a time a deadline on it as well is probably not the smartest idea. I yeah. think this is something that um, organically is just gonna come to an end when it comes to an end and p- by putting a timeline by saying you know we have to have it done for fringe or whatever puts a lot of unnecessary pressure on us to because i think we want to do it justice and we don't want to just You're flop right. and but also know, i think ti- timelines are important because they also put on a sense of like otherwise this could just happen forever you know like if, 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 the, if, the, if the aim is to get it done by the end of the year that can happen but we have that as like a loose goal. i think that's the goal yeah then that's fine to put it on before the so end that of way the we're year. not like I mean, I, I love the other thing I love about theatre making is I am an ideas person. I love talking about things. I like discussing things. Aaron will literally talk about this forever. If uh, yeah, we don't get up, exactly. he will just sit in front of this microphone and we will talk and we will talk I and mean, we will talk. And it'll be 2040 and we'll have, <laughs> I, I love yet to have done anything in front of him. Yeah, exactly. The amount of times that like I've changed the idea and we continue to talk about the idea yeah. and I continue to justify new idea choices. Or like sometimes he'll text literally. me in the week be like, we should talk about this now and this and what about this idea that I've had? And, and and it will get to a point where we'll have more ideas than serve us anymore. Yeah, and we don't have any form for the show. Which I think in yeah. this case, to be honest, this is the furthest I've ever gone to actually formalize a piece. And I think we have a good form of it. It just still needs more work and, and I need to stop just talking about it. we have to start rehearsing. I think yes. the problem for us at the moment is the, ch- the difficulty of rehearsing like space wise there's something about doing a piece that's not affiliated with a theater where often theaters will have lovely rehearsal spaces oh mm. uh, we have my bedroom yeah and which, a garage and a garage and you know small garden space yeah i mean concrete square space concrete square <laughs> actually you have a garden i have a garden i don't have a garden i have a concrete but square <laughs> can't use a garden if we need to reject something yeah but for at least rehearsal oh like, yeah okay fair enough you know any enough. kind of movement in the space anyway yeah. this is a but yeah so um, the goal to answer the question end of the year hopefully end of this year yes um yeah i think it'll be a fun little small thing also we're quite experimental we've gone into a really experimental vibe with the show yeah. which would be harder to market but we don't need to worry about marketing if we're doing it at a smaller theater just for friends and family and stuff like that and whoever really wants to come and see it i think we don't, it's, there's not the pressure of being like oh this is a kind of a weirder show but come and not yeah it's us. Le- there's less yeah. pressure of maybe selling out a run yeah it's exactly. more just like we will f- like we'll fill a night maybe two yeah and see how it goes yeah also i think there's a lot of pressure as a human and as a non-professional actor as a sole human having to maintain myself for more than one night at yeah. a, a 45 minute show whatever this ends up being yeah it could be a one night thing. Yeah, I think a couple nights. Okay. Depend- I mean, again, I'm just saying, we if, we, if it was a one night like. thing, we could do the haircut. <laughs> so, I know you're really sold on that idea. I'm just, I'll I don't ponder know. It. I will ponder it. I don't know. Uh, but I think that's all the questions I had. Are there any anything you really wanted to answer question wise? Any questions you were hoping you'd was get? I, any, um, I wanted to answer um, Will you come and star in my Broadway show? And the answer is yes, I will. Yeah, there was a actually. Tell uh, me that's where true. There and was when? a question from a 
Lin Lin Man. I don't know how to pronounce it. Manuel. Ma- Man. I think something like that. Morand, Miranda. Miranda. That that's a normal name. Oh. Something about I'm um, doing a new show and I'm looking for a young actress that I need to star opposite me as a burr type. I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for those of you out of the loop, that was a fake question. <laughs> Emma Samuel. Miranda is a very famous theater maker. Anyway. <laughs> um, yep. Uh, uh, will I show? Yes, I will. <laughs> if anyone has any opportunities for us to either direct or make set design or do anything Wait, no, else. Wait, I can't do set design. Don't oh, make okay. them. No, 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 no. Well, it doesn't have to be a professional thing. They don't have to be... Exp- they know that you don't actually do it, but just, you know, an opportunity to try it. Or be like an assistant set designer. Maybe. Oh, Maybe but this this thought. comes from your idea of not actually wanting to do set design, yeah. but wanting to act. Yeah. <laughs> it stems from a, a deep down desire to act. So we're turning... <laughs> it's primarily acting. If somebody, if, if somebody has any roles for either of us or needs some help on anything or wants a director, which usually are in very, very many... They're not in short supply, directors. Anyway, um... But, yeah. but thanks, for, thanks for asking the questions. Thanks yeah, for thanks tuning for in. Yeah, thanks for engaging... We hope you enjoyed listening to us do a quick... It's not actually quick. This is a very... I thought this would be a quick episode, but we ended up well, rambling about for a bunch of things. around and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but that's what we do. You know, that's the yeah. whole point. But I don't yeah. even know if we answered any of those questions actually properly. <laughs> I think we did. I think I the only one we, we answered properly was how long have you known each other? Because that's a mathematical answer that was straight to the point. And even that we wept in about friendship. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We apologize. But thank you all for listening. If you want more random candidate episodes like this, we are more than welcome to just... Uh, we, we are more than we're welcome. We're more than welcome, <laughs> yes. We're more than happy. We're more than happy, that's the word. <laughs> to do you a spin-off. You are more than welcome to ask us, and we are more than happy to... Uh, you're worried about me waving my water bottle around, No, no, you? no, I was wondering where you're going with this, because oh. you're repeating <laughs> yourself a lot. Um, where am I? Where am, can you finish it? No, I don't really know where you started, to I be was honest. Just <laughs> if you want to, if you say if they want to ask more questions, or if, if they want to hear us ramble more. If you want to hear us do more candid things, less about Joan and more just about theatre, life, us, life advice, because I'm not certified in that no, either. No, we should not be giving life advice. <laughs> I think I give great life advice. Yeah, but we should be giving life advice. Oh, okay, we can give life advice under the preface that we shouldn't be giving life advice. <laughs> That's what we're doing at the moment. We're Good giving theatre discussion point. under the preface that we are unqualified in theatre. Yeah, we can do like a spin-off thing where we just chat and do things that aren't Joan. Because that's also important to do. A cooking show. Tune in to our Look, cooking show. Look, we can do cooking. That's not a bad idea. We'll um, update you on that because I reckon what we should do is we should make curry. Okay. We're going to wrap it up there because it's been a long enough episode. I think we've definitely rambled on much longer than we I love how the last have. couple episodes have finished with you being like, yeah, we need to end it here. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, thanks to you all for listening. Oh, we'll see you next week. As, and as always, practice, practice your, your bugle. bugle. I think we need to come up with another end. Really? Bye.